Now let's give the Lord a big hand clap of praise. Yes, yes. So good to be here today. Um, I'm excited. Are y'all excited? Hey, you know what? I'm excited because you're excited and you didn't come in this morning all morning and crying about, you know, the game last night. Hey, it was just a game that's over with. But what we're going to be talking about today is eternal. It's powerful. It's amazing. And it has so much life to give us. Are y'all ready to just receive life today? Come on. I'm going to just breathe in some goodness of God and the presence of God today. And I, I am so glad that this is a house that's after the presence of God. Because the presence of God brings everything in your life. Everything in your life. You step one moment in the presence of God, it can change everything in your life. And, uh, you know, I, I love to preach and I love to hear preaching. I just got back from a conference. We were in conference for two days, two days and, and three nights. And there's a lot of preaching, a lot of teaching, and I love that. But let me tell you something. Nothing's more powerful than the presence of God. Because everything comes out of that. The word becomes revelation out of the presence of God. Healing comes out of the presence of God. Miracle signs and wonders come out of the presence of God. The gift of knowledge and wisdom and understanding comes out of the presence of God. When we step into the presence of God, amazing things happen. Are y'all with me this morning? So I just encourage you today to have that secret place with the Lord and and enjoy the presence of God. Matthew, come up here, grab a mic right there, and come up and um, real quick. Come on, let's hear it from Matthew. Come on up here and uh, just share with us about Servolution yesterday. Uh, the first one I've ever missed. I came to one one time on drugs because I had a kidney stone the night before. And I came like, uh, I was drugged out. But this is the first one I ever missed. It speaks a lot about your leadership, though. Yes, yes. If you don't have to be there and things are still happening, that says a lot. Um, How many of you enjoyed yesterday? I know a lot of you were there. You know, in in Romans... uh, Romans 10.10, 10, it says that everyone who believes in the name of Jesus and declares with their mouth, they will be saved. How many of you know that? That they will be saved. Not they might be saved. Sometimes they'll be saved, but they will be saved. And then it continues and says, but how will they hear unless, unless someone tells them, you know? And how can somebody tell them unless somebody is sent? Many of you yesterday were sent. You know, we're all sent to, to go out into the community. There was, there was 90 volunteers yesterday, 90 volunteers, 1,400 meals got sent out, and 22 different locations all throughout the parish. That's amazing right there, and I've already been hearing testimonies back from what the Lord did. Uh, there's even you know special guests in the room from what happened yesterday, so that's incredible as well. And I just want to share a quick testimony, so I got to go with uh, Jane and Ryan as well. And, and uh, the thing that really, I mean, we got to talk to a lot of people, and God really did a lot of beautiful things, but the one that really, um, really touched my heart in, in a powerful way was this family. They had, uh, we just walked uh, up to their house. There was a lady standing outside, and we handed them some meals, and we're like, hey, you know, we just want to uh, give back to our community, bless our community. Is there any way that we can pray with you? And she said that she just got in a car accident the night before. The night before yesterday, she got into a car accident. They even had their little, from the hospital, their little wristbands still on and everything. And this lady, she had 
Um, she had pain all throughout her neck, her back, her shoulder, her arm, um, and also her little son. He was in a he had a, a crutch on, and um, his I believe it was his right leg. He couldn't even bend it or move it. It was just stiff. And so we start by praying with the lady, and the Lord kind of spoke something to me about her spinal cord that happened previous to the to the car accident. So. Had her sit down in a chair, looked at her legs. They were a little off. One was a little shorter than the other, so we prayed. And I had her stand up and check out her back. And she said she hadn't been able to touch her toes in how many years. And she was touching her toes, Come and that on. was awesome. And also, so we continue to pray for her probably three, uh, two or three different times. And and her her neck. She said she didn't feel any pain in her neck, her her arm, or anything like that. And so the Lord was really doing something in that moment. And there was just this faith for God to continue to, 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 to do the miraculous. And so I, I look at her son and I said, hey, how, how can we pray for you? I know that you have that crutch there. And so we began praying for him. And, and at first he, could, he started trying to bend his leg and it was a little, little tight there. And, and after a little while, you know, he, he kept kind of moving it. And then you just see this big old smile on his face and he's going like this. And I mean, he's doing stuff that would hurt my leg if I tried to do it. He goes ahead and puts his crutch away, and he's just walking around just free. So that's, those are just a couple testimonies, and I want to encourage you as well. If you had a testimony from yesterday, please share with me because we really want to steward these testimonies. That's so good. So good, so good. Man, we're so glad to have Matt and Alice in our house and leading our outreach. And uh, just watching Allison up here this morning on stage is great, and I'm, I'm super excited about that. Quick little reminder that tomorrow night, Ron Teal, then Tuesday night in Mandeville at 7 at the Community Center. So remember that. And then I want to make this announcement. This, uh, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday is our Thanksgiving Sunday, but we're going to call it Family Sunday. I want you to come with your family, and uh, I want you to just bring your family, bring your extended family, and we're just going to have a great Sunday of celebrating the goodness of God. As we come with our family. So I want you to get on the phone and, and say, hey, look, I want us all to go to church together for Thanksgiving. You know, we all get together for turkey and dressing. Let's get together for the word and let God just touch our heart and uh, just believe as we trust God for, for greatness and for the things he has to come. Amen. Are you all excited this morning? I'm super excited this morning. You know what I'm really excited about this morning? At a quarter till time for church to start, a bunch of people were here. So we're going to set our clocks up every weekend. Yeah, that was awesome. That was great. It was amazing. And uh, I was standing outside and waving, and it was great. I loved it. So I, I want to just share with you, I'm not going to be too long today, but I want to share with you just about the story of Jesus. We all know the story of Jesus. Most of us do anyway. And if you live in the South, most people live in the South, has been raised in or around church, and we've heard the story of Jesus to some degree. And so we know that Jesus was born of a Virgin Mary, and he lived a spotless life, and he gave his life completely over to the kingdom of God and the purpose of God as he lived on this earth. And then he was willing to be beaten uh, on his back and taking the stripes upon his back and taking the crown of thorns upon his head. And then he went to a cross and died so that we might be saved. This is the most beautiful story in all the earth because there's no other man that would ever do that for us that would be willing to take on our life and to, and, and to take on our sins and to die for us. And that's, that's an amazing story. And most of us have experienced in some way or somehow the grace of God in our life. 
And, 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 and it's such a story that we can tell, that we, each one of us can tell. And we could take the moment this morning, if we had time, we could say, hey, we could just start over here on this side of the building, and we could just go across, and everybody could tell a story, how God has changed their life, how God has done remarkable things in their life. And I, I look around this building today, and I just see stories. I see people's lives that are changed. I see lives that have been transformed by the power and by the work of the Holy Spirit as God renewed our mind into a new thinking into a new understanding of who he created us to be and how to live and those stories are so so very powerful it's the story of our father's amazing grace and his amazing goodness for our life and how he loves each and every one of us but there are many right here in south louisiana there are many right here at home there are many around the world that have never experienced what we have experienced and what we got to experience even this morning as we were worshiping this morning i was just thinking oh man it's so good to be in a house where the presence of god is so loved and so cared about that we that we just want to stop the whole world to enter into the presence of god and to and to love on him as he has loved on us and that is an amazing thing and so we know that the story that we, the stories that we have of the encounters with Jesus are amazing. And you know what? We get to be a part of the, those stories that go on around the world. In Mark 16, he said to them, "Go into all the world, everybody say all the world, and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Go to all the world and proclaim the gospel." to the whole creation. There are places in the world that have never heard the name of Jesus. There are places that have never experienced the presence of God. There are places that have heard about God, but they've never experienced the presence of God. There are places in the world today that they have gods, but they're not the God that we know and serve. And so we have this great mandate and opportunity to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And so we say, well, today, Pastor, how are we going to go into all the world? But I want to just share with you some things today of where your money, where your prayers, and where your love for people is changing the world. Hello, Harbor family. We just wanted to say how grateful we are to you for all of the years that you have stood with us, prayed for us, given to us, you know, what we're doing here is a direct result of you guys standing with us. And we do consider the harbor to be like family to us. And you guys haven't just touched us as a family, but you've touched so many areas of our ministry here, whether that be distributions in the refugee camps, you know, providing heaters, clothing, food for the refugees from Mosul, or doing distributions inside of Mosul, you know, orphan care, or working with orphans now inside of the city. You guys make things like that possible. You know, we're getting ready to send two four-month-old orphans to Israel for heart surgery. Things like that cost money. Well, praise God, we have churches like the Harbor standing with us who regularly contribute so that there's, there's money available for these spontaneous projects like sending a four-month-old to Israel for heart surgery. So thank you guys so much for all that you do standing with us, praying for us, contributing to us as a family and to a ministry. We love you guys so much and we are so thankful for you. Hey, Harper Church, we wanna thank you 
for your generosity and your support. 18 months ago, you helped us plant the life here to pick you. Holy Harbor Church, uh, this is Tony Miller here uh, from Lithuania. Just wanted to say a shout out to you guys and say thank you so much for all that you guys have done over the years. Hey guys, it's Jonathan Super from Austin, Texas and Oasis Church. And I just wanted to stop by and to thank my Harbor family. Hi, this is John Hare, director of Our Daily Bread Food Bank and Helping Hands Ministries. I wanted to take a moment to thank the people at the Harbor Church. Your support has been so incredible over the years. Hello, I'm Nathan. Thank you, Harbor family, to partner with us and help us. We are glad to know you guys and thank you for all your support that you made possible here in, in Acuña, Mexico, in our programs, in uh, construction, houses, and uh, help the elders. We are happy I don't know if many of you know, but when we began to pray about launching Oasis Church, Pastor Marvin Poole, the Harbor Church, and some of the membership at the Harbor sowed into this ministry and our destiny really more than anyone else did at the very beginning embryonic stages. I think when we counted everything up between some of you that sowed individually and then the actual church and the ministry there have given Oasis over $20,000 in order to launch. We started off with 20 people. Now 18 months later, we're averaging 250 on Sundays. We just acquired 15 acres of ground to build a building, to build another church. And it's all because of you, it's all because of your support and your generosity, just pointing others to Jesus and serving like you do. We thank you so much. Without your help, we wouldn't be here today. Thank you for all you've done. And uh, we've been there now for about 13 and a half year, years. We started with zero and now we're about at 100. And thank you so much for helping us to be here. You put the go in the gospel and I appreciate everything that you have done. So just appreciate you, thank you. You guys invested in us, and out of that, in the past two years, over 1,500 people have come to Oasis. We have baptized almost 100 people. We have grown to our membership as well over 400. We have a peripheral reach of over 600, and every week things seem to be impacting the kingdom. We serve like the harbor. We have a heart for missions like the harbor. But I think one of the most incredible things that connects us in our DNA is the strong sense of community and family and pursuing the presence of God. I just wanted to stop and thank you. Without your investment, I honestly don't believe that there would be an oasis. We have had a relationship with the harbor for as long as I can remember. I wanted to tell you a little bit about the impact that the church has had in our local community. With Our Daily Bread, over 2,000 pantry boxes go out to local families throughout Tangipahoa Parish. We also have three, over 3,000 hot meals that go out uh, to feed people all throughout the whole entire community. So your impact is making a tremendous difference in the lives of the people in our community. Also on the disaster relief side, Helping Hands just sent a team down to Florida after Hurricane Michael came through. We cooked 8,000 meals in four days down there to help people there. So your donation, your impact of helping us is not only here in Tangipahoa Parish, but goes throughout our whole region. And so I cannot thank you enough. You are uh, the heartbeat of what we do is, as a nonprofit is being able to have the funds and being able to have the supplies to do what we do best, and that's feed people, love people, and lead them to Jesus.
Come on, I think we ought to give the Lord a shout of praise for that. Yeah, so good. So good, so good, so exciting. I love it when we're just doing the Bible. Come on, that's what the Bible says doing. Yesterday, John, you just saw last, was here uh, cooking with us, partnering with us, and Matthew and his team are going every Thursday to, to serve. Hey, listen, if you want to serve during the week and you have time to serve during the week, uh, on Thursday, Matt and Allison are taking teams in to uh, serve. Uh, maybe you want to, hey, if you have a day off with your kids, they have a day off from school, and you want to show them Jesus, you should take them down, call Matthew, and y'all go down and serve. It's such a blessing to be a part in teaching our kids what it means to be the hands and feet of Jesus. I think one more time, let's give the Lord a shout of praise. A shout of praise. So John 3.16, one of my favorite passages of Scripture in the Bible, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that who would ever believe, whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. And I love this part. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. When we look at the people groups around the world and we look at all that's going on right now, listen, I have had a very difficult time over the last couple of months of raising money for these little children in Mexico. And let me tell you why I believe that's happening as I met with some, a local pastor here. I, I believe that because there's been so much hatred and stuff spoken over our nation and over the things that we are the the enemy is trying to sow such discord that we forget that God has called us into all the world to every person and when we look at all the world I remember a pastor uh, getting upset uh, with Michelle over us saying that we love the Muslim people you know, he said, no, they're our enemies. No, they're people. They got, they're God's people. And, and just think about a priest this last week when Paul said, With, without the grace of God, there go I. It's except for the grace of God that I would be lost today and not know Jesus. But God's grace has been in my life. And so when we look at the world, we don't look through our, our carnal eyes or the eyes of the news channels or the eyes of what people say, but we look through the eyes of the cross where Jesus was hanging on the cross and he said lord i just forgive them for they know not what they do he was saying lord i forgive them because i have something to give them i forgive them because i have something to give them and we have the heart uh, oh i feel the holy spirit this morning and we have the heart of jesus our, our lens begins to change and we begin to see people as the way jesus sees people isn't that good and so we didn't come to condemn, but we come to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with every person everywhere. Yes. And we love what God loves. Yes. And his love with, uh, for us is so amazing. He loved us, and he would send someone to give the message of hope to us. And we also send people to give the message of hope around the world. And I love the harbor's heart. I love what I just saw for on the video today that we're reaching people around the world, that we're caring about people around the world, that we're loving people so that they would get to experience this love that he has for us. And because we give, people's lives are being changed. 
I want you to think about that. When you give today, we're not just giving to take up money. We're not just giving to say, oh, we raised $50,000. That Don't even look at it that way. We're giving because we're sending people around the world. We're sending people right here in our parish. We're taking meals out like we did yesterday. And we're saying, hey, there's hope for you. There's hope for you. There's hope for you. You know what? You know what the world needs right now? They need, uh, need hope and they need love. They need hope to know that, you know what? It's going to be okay. And they need love that was, someone will walk with them through this journey and show them Jesus and show them how to overcome the situations in their life. Number two, you might think, I don't see how my little contribution of my, of my money is going to help. I don't, I don't see how it's going to really be that effective. I don't have a lot of money, or I don't have a great deal of money. I don't have $100,000 to give, or I don't have $20,000 to give. And maybe you're here today, and you only have $20 to give. But I want to show you something scripturally about how that your contribution matters to the kingdom of God. I love the story in John 6. Um, there was a crowd of people there gathered with Jesus that day. And in John 6, it says this. There was a boy here who has five. The, the people were hungry, and, and the disciples went out. And they said, there's a boy here that has five barley loaves and two fish. Everybody say, five barley loaves and two fish. Now, this wasn't two yellowtail tuna. This was more like two little sardines. All right? So I want to put that in perspective for you. This wasn't, this wasn't just, they, they didn't just pull in off of a, a Gulf Coast with two, you know, thousand-pound yellowtail tuna. It was two little sardine-looking little fish. But what are they for so many? The question was, what, what will these two little fish do? And Jesus said, have the people sit down, and I love that. Jesus didn't even explain it. Come on, don't you love that? Jesus said, just sit down. Just sit down. I got this. How there was so much grass in the place, the men sat down, about 5,000 in number. And Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those that were seated, so also the fish as much as they wanted. They had all of this fish, and then there was these baskets left over to do more with. I want you to understand something today. When you give today of whatever you give today, we're going to bless that offering in a little while. And we're going to say, God, we're trusting you to multiply it like loaves and fishes to the world. Now, we're, we're giving this our, our little or our lot. Maybe you're here today. Maybe you, maybe you can write that big check for $50,000, $100,000. Maybe, maybe God's blessed you with that kind of money. And man, listen, whatever God puts in your heart to give today, I, would, I want you to give it because here's the deal. Whatever God's putting in your heart, he already has a plan for multiplication for it. No, we're not, just, we're not just doing this and hoping something good happens. We're doing this knowing that God already has a plan and a design for it. There are many times that we give and, and, and thinking, man, what, what little impact this is going to have. But we have forgotten how much that God is able to take our little bit and bless it and multiply it for the masses. So God loves a cheerful giver. Come on, tell your, tell your neighbor God loves a cheerful giver. A cheerful giver. One who gives with expe expecting nothing other than to please God and bless the kingdom of God. But at the same time, because we are generous, God also is generous. I heard Bill say this week, or no, I'm sorry, it was Chris. 
he said, man, he said, so people say, are you preaching the prosperity gospel? He says, well, I'm not sure not preaching the poverty gospel. <laughs> Come on. I, I'm believing God for multiplication. Multiplication. Now, how do we see prosperity? Do we only see prosperity when it's the digits in our bank account? Or do we see prosperity when the gospel changes people's lives? Do we see it as prosperity when we're full of the goodness of God? Do we see it as God's prayer, uh, prosperity when we, when we are so blessed beyond measure in our own personal lives? I was thinking this morning, this is not in my notes this morning, but I was thinking this morning on the way to church. I was just thinking about this message today, and I just, tears started to come down my face. I've been so blessed. Come here, honey. I've been so blessed. So blessed. We have five beautiful daughters. They're all serving the Lord. They're healthy. They're not perfect. Neither are we. <laughs> but we have a family that was sitting last night and we were watching the game together and we were eating soup together and we were laughing together and we were we were picking at one another and we were having fun and the kids were rolling around in the floor like they were little children and cuddling up by the fire and I thought by God we're so blessed I, I'll be honest I was a little aggravated I couldn't hear the TV <laughs> so this morning so this morning I was like God I'm so blessed I'm so blessed there's tears come down my face like what do you count as your blessing if you only count the digits in your bank account as your measure of blessing, you've missed the whole understanding of the prosperity and the blessing of God. Come on. But this I also know, that God will change the digits in your bank account when you put him first in the kingdom. When you say, God, I'm going to put you first in everything in my life, he says, well, I'm going to bless you beyond measure. And this is the promise of God. This is not words of manipulation today. This is not words to try to get you to give. Because you know what? He doesn't owe us anything that he's already given us at the cross. I mean, if that was all we ever received, I don't even know that I could even say it that way. Because it's not all. It's everything that we ever received. Then that would be enough. But, that, but he's God. And, and Pastor Angel said it so well this morning. He's God than more than enough that keeps on giving. His love keeps on coming. His hope keeps on coming. Gary, I look at you today and I think about a few years ago when I got the phone call and they said, hey, Gary's had a massive heart attack, was all at the hospital. You know, we, some were in the back of their mind planning your funeral, buddy. But God said, no, I got a better plan. We're going to raise him up. We're going to see God's provision in his life. He's got some more years to give. Come on. You can't buy that with all the money in the world. Amen. You can't purchase that. Because that's the blessing of God and the hand of God on our lives. That he keeps blessing us over and over and over. How many have a testimony today that you can say God has been so good to me? Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise if that's you this morning. So good. So when we give today, we just give hilariously. We give cheerfully. We give graciously. And I love how the Passion Translation in 2 Corinthians 9, hilarious generosity. Here's my point. A, sting, a stingy sower will reap a meager harvest, 
but the one who sows from a generous spirit will reap an abundant harvest. Let giving flow out of your heart, not from a sense of religious duty. Let it spring up freely from the joy of giving, all because God loves hilarious generosity. Yes, God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace so that you, may, you will have more than enough of everything in every moment in every way. And he will make you overflow with abundance in every good thing you do. Just as the scripture says about the one who trusts in him. Because he has sown extravagantly and he has given to the poor. His kindness, his generous, generous deeds will never be forgotten. This generous God who supplies abundant seed for the farmer, which becomes bread for our meals, is even more extravagant towards you. Come on, somebody. First, he supplies every need plus more. Then he multiplies the seed as you sow. Sow it so that the harvest of your generosity will grow. Come on. That's such a good word this morning. That's such a good word. So who, are, who we are in Christ reflects how we give. If you have given gener generously and you trust the Lord with your giving, you say, God, here it is, I give you all. And I know that you're the supplier of all my needs according to your riches and glory. And if God puts it on your heart to give your very last cent, the very last thing that you have, the very last daughter that you have, and you say, God, my hope is in you, so here, God, I'm going to give it all like the widow who gave everything that she had, and I know that you're going to bless it more than I can even imagine. You see, our country was founded on the understanding that money was not our source. Money was not our source. It was our currency, but it wasn't our source. And even back then, we put on our coins. They don't do this anymore, but we put on our coins, and God we trust because we knew this was just really going to melt under fervent heat. It really does not have that much value at the end of the day. How many, how many today has a penny that you, pennies that you carry in your purse or your pocket? Anybody carry pennies? Yeah, yeah I don't carry pennies. You know why? Because there ain't much you can do with a penny. You know, I just don't carry a lot of pennies. Uh, pennies don't have that much value, you know. They don't, they're, they're a penny. You used to, I remember when I was a kid, I'd rode my bike to the store, the candy store, and if I could pick up four or five pennies, I could get four or five pieces of candy. Come on. But you can't find a penny candy nowhere. Nowhere. You can't find a penny candy anywhere anymore because this is losing value. Oh, but what God has put in us and what he's gifted us with will never lose value value if our world collapses tomorrow if the united states goes under tomorrow and the and our dollars worth nothing guess what what god has given us and what he will supply all of our needs is more valuable than all the money in the world so it's in god we trust and in this moment we get to see the hand of god in our worship and our work and every part of our lives. And I can testify that God has been faithful. And not one time has he ever failed this house or the people of this house. And he comes through in our lives. So we say we are a church to the nations. How many believe we're a church to the nations? Here's the deal. We can say we're a church to the nations. We can say that. But when we give, we are agreeing with heaven that all the world should hear the gospel and experience 
the goodness of God. So we're coming into agreement. Everybody said we're coming into agreement. What God has already declared. That he sent his son for. We're coming into that agreement that all the world would hear the gospel. We're coming to agreement that God wants to pour out his love on us and give us hope and give us peace and give us joy. We're coming into the agreement that God is our provider. We're coming into agreement that he is our healer. We're coming into agreement that he is our way maker. We're coming into agreement with heaven today. And so when we give today, in a few moments we're going to give, and when we give, we're going to give with abundant heart, with abundance of love, and we're going to say to the whole world, let the whole world see Jesus. Let them know him. Our ushers are going to come just a moment. They're going to stand on each side. And, this, and uh, Heather, you can come. And we're going to march and give our offering today. Today, we're going to come and we're going to put our offering in at the altar. And we're going to say, Lord, we're coming into agreement with your goodness. There's a brown envelope beside your chair there. Even if you've had the envelope that you brought from home that you prepared, would you stick it in that brown envelope so we'll know that that goes into Thanksgiving offering? We have a little snafu with our text to give. Wasn't able to put the text to give uh, words together so that we would know where it's directed. But if you want to give uh, out and outside, Misty and them would be out there with you in the in our little room there, uh, guest service room, and there is a iPad there and so you can give that way and we'll know that that offering is going to uh, to our missions so this is our first year to do this our first year to give and our missions offering and next year I believe it's going to be greater I think next year we're going to have more churches planted around the states and around the world we're going to feed more people we're going to love more people you know what we're going to do? We're going to see this church right here. The harbor is going to continue to grow, to grow. You say, well, Pastor, what does it mean? How does it grow? You know what? I, I should have had Pastor Lane to do a video too because Pastor Lane's a part of our house, and we send him out, and God's doing great things. We just had so much room for video. We could just keep on talking about people that we've sent out. And listen, we want to be an apostolic church. We want to continue to send people out. We want to send our money out. We want to send our worship out. We want to send our prayers out. We want to send out. We want to see God do great things around the world. So we're believing for that. So as you get your offerings ready, I want us to take a moment, and I want us to bow our heads, and the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you this morning. If he hasn't already spoke to you in the last couple of weeks as you've prayed into this, the Holy Spirit's going to speak to you. And the Holy Spirit's going to put something on your heart to give. And when the Holy Spirit puts that on your heart, I want you to respond to the Holy Spirit. And I want you to say, God, I trust you with my money. It's really not my money. It's your money anyway, God. I trust you with my life, my health, my family, every part of me, God. I trust you. So with your heads bowed, I want to just pray this over you this morning. Father, I pray Malachi 3 over your house today that you're going to pour out a blessing upon us that we cannot contain. I pray, Lord, today this passage of Scripture in Corinthians where we sow, God, and we sow abundantly, Lord, expecting a great harvest. Why do we expect a great harvest? Because your word declares it. We already know that it's, the provision is there. I just pray, God, for all of those gifts that are hanging, Lord, that are hanging over people's life right now, that are just there waiting, Lord. 
I see people today, God, that have not fully received all that you have for them. I pray, God, today as they give of their time, their talent, their treasure, their heart, that they begin to see the provision and the blessing of God that's hanging over them. That's hanging over them. I pray, Lord, today that miracles, signs and wonders are done today as we give. People are being healed right now. People are being set free. People are being delivered, not just in this house, but this morning, Lord, in Picayune, Mississippi, in Iraq, <laughs> to Lithuania, to Mexico, to Round Rock, Texas, to Lafayette, God. You're so beautiful. Mandeville, God, we just pray over this region, Lord. We're believing God for greater things greater things so we give hilariously and generously today for your glory for your purpose for your kingdom and everybody said amen amen, amen.